Hi, I'm Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship. Please join me as we get into the, the spiritual realms of, of things. We're going to go in and we're going to tackle two things. What is a trial? What is a tribulation? And what do they do in the spiritual realm? Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome to this great day. The sun is out, well, at least where we are, um, and it's hot as I don't know what already, but this is a good day, and I'm glad yes, that you all are here. Welcome. I am Pastor Tony Jones, and I am the pastor of Impact Fellowship, and we welcome you here today on this Sunday, July the 26th. All you have to do is tell Satan to get behind you because victory is what God has given all of us on this day. God bless you. I'm just looking at all of the people coming in. Danielle, uh, God bless you. I see my uh, brother Derek is here. God bless you. Uh, oh, all the way from Germany, I'm giving big hugs to Lauren and, and baby P there. Uh, we are so excited about what God is doing for his people and specifically you. I, I didn't realize how many people that this ministry has been affecting uh, over these last few months. And I want you to know that God knew exactly what you needed. And he sent this ministry, it has nothing to do with me, but he sent this ministry to minister to every need that you have. So make sure of this one thing, get all that God has for you. God has so much that he wants to get to you, but you know, we have to let him in in order for him to yes. give us exactly what we need. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, at this time, I just want everyone to just write in the comment section and just say good morning and hello to everyone that is here, whether you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook. Let's just take three seconds and just welcome everybody who's in the space the same as you. Come on, just say welcome. Say hello. Some of you have seen each other here for months now. You might not have known each other's name. So if you don't, if you have a a a uh, a title to your name that's not specifically your name, introduce yourself. Say hi. My name is, and then type your name so that everyone will know who's here. We're gonna make the most of our church, um, and we want to be able to greet each other and know one another. So please. Just take three, three more seconds and just say good morning. God bless you to somebody. That's right. I'm checking. There we go. There we go. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Okay. Let's get into the word this morning. Turn with me um, to the book of Romans, the fifth chapter. And once you get Romans, then I want you to stick a finger in it and go to Genesis, the 32nd chapter. So we have Genesis 32 and Romans 5. Genesis 32 and Romans 5. We're going to start with Genesis first. Genesis, the 32nd chapter. And I think we're going to begin around verse 24. Genesis 32, beginning at verse 24. And it reads, Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. Now, some of your Bibles will, will say, and an angel wrestled with him till the breaking of day. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail, and this is the angel, against Jacob, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with the angel. 
And the angel said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But, but uh, Jacob said, um, I will not let you go unless you bless me. I will not let you go unless you bless me. Come on, let's turn over to Romans now. Romans, the fifth chapter. And we're going to begin at verse number one. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produce perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. Come on, let's read verse 4 uh, again. And perseverance produ uh, produces character, and character, hope. I just want to give this message a title that says, Keep Pushing in the Spirit. Keep Pushing in the Spirit. Hallelujah. One of the things that I want to talk about this, this morning um, with you is who, who are we fighting against? Some of us, it's easy for us to fight against people or things because, let's be honest, I was pretty good at it. Some of us are very good at putting a persuasive argument Together, I can bring people to my understanding if I can just get in there and, and give them my a point of view, they will come over to my uh, belief. Some of us are used to uh, knocking down doors, um, so to speak. What? You don't agree with me? Pow! I'm going to punch you upside the head uh, because that's where our strength has been. But see, something happens uh, over time um, or in time. Um, that we can't uh, argue this thing, we can't uh, uh, strong arm this thing, we can't persuade this thing to come about um, to our uh, liking, glory to God. So let's, let's break down some things. There, were, there are two words that we often use synonymously. In other words, we use them interchangeably, um, almost as if they mean the same thing. Well, we're not too far off. Um, but I just want to give you a breakdown of these two. And these two words are trial and tribulation. Trials and tribulation. What is a trial? A trial is a test of the performance, the qualities, or the suitability of someone or something. A test of the performance, qualities, or suitability of someone or something. So, a person can be affected by a trial, glory to God, or something could be affected by a trial. It's something that's specifically set up to uh, bring about um, a performance evaluation, there we go, of that person or that thing. Well, then what is a tribulation? A tribulation is a grievous trouble. And here it comes, a severe trial or suffering, an affliction or 
plain old trouble. So here we see that already within the definition, there is a separation between what is a trial and what is a tribulation. A, a tribulation is a severe trial. So here we go. We're going to have a test of performance that is severe. We're going to have a test of qualities that is severe. So we see that automatically that they are not actually the same thing. One is gravely more severe than the other. Glory to God. So why is this important? Because you need to know what you're up against. You need to know what you're dealing with. So that if, because if you know what you're dealing with, then you can effectively uh, get to the heart of the situation. Come on, let's go a little bit further. Tribulations refers to all kinds of trials that may press us. Glory to God. In other words, what are you talking about? Let's let's give a, an example here. I, I just I feel the Holy Ghost. Um, a, a a test or a trial can be something like uh, I don't have a job that pays me enough money. That's a trial. A tribulation is I haven't had a job in over six months, and my unemployment has run out. That's a tribulation. So one. I have a job that don't pay me enough. And then two, I don't have a job and I have no income at all that's coming through. So tribulations refer to all kinds of trials that may press us. This includes financial, physical, uh, sorrow, sickness, persecutions, mistreatments. And here comes another one. Watch this. Loneliness. Loneliness or having relationship issues, multiple issues in relationship. So here it covers the gamut of things that we encounter. Glory to God. Well, what are you talking about in, in, in terms of uh, relationship issues? Sometimes, let's just be honest, um, I don't have any friends. Well, why don't you have any friends? It's like, well, I'm not too friendly. These are the things that, that, that causes issue, and it could be a great tribulation to be lonely. Glory to God. Uh, during these troubled times uh, and moments, God enables us to seek his face more diligently. In other words, he, hallelujah, he opens up himself and is waiting there for you during these times. Uh, uh, hallelujah. Why is that important? Because God recognized that you need him. But he is, uh, he is such a gentleman that he would not come and say, hey, you need me. But he stands there just waiting for you. And the moment you cry out, he's like, I got you. The moment you say that name, Jesus, he says, I got you. That moment when you take a step and toward him and say, I can't do this. He says, I got you. But there's something that is very important during this tribulation is that there has to be a steady persistence in the course of your action, especially in spite of difficulties or obstacles, in spite of discouragement. Hallelujah. Watch this. Romans uh, 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 talks about those things that we, we just read. It says, therefore, having been justified, let, let, me, let me move down to uh, verse number three. And not only... Uh, that, but we also glory in tribulations, uh -huh. knowing that tribulation.
produces perseverance. Why is that important? Because while we are yet in this trying situation, perseverance is being built in us. What are you talking about, perseverance? In other words, we are learning how to strive in God. We are learning how to, okay, yes, um, this job that I have is not producing uh, uh, enough cash flow for me, but I'm going to stay here in God. I'm going to keep working on myself. I'm going to keep um, uh, enhancing those things that will make me a more marketable uh, candidate for, for a job. I'm going to keep working on the character of the man. I'm going to keep working on all those things that God can use to bring me out of this situation. Hallelujah. See, there, there is something uh, uh, about that. But let me let me draw a, uh, a, a complete opposite to that. See, uh, me, myself, when I run into a, 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 a situation, I try to handle it myself. Okay. Let's go back to relationship issue. Okay. Glory to God. Um, have you ever been in a relationship when somebody wants to leave that relationship? Hallelujah. One wants to leave, but the other one wants him or her to stay. Mm -hmm. So there is a thing in us that says, no, I'm not going to let you go. And I'm going to physically block you from going, uh, block you from leaving. I'm going to physically stop you from going. I just want to give a caution. I have a, a little uh, uh, a note or a little asterisk in, in my notes to, to, say this, to say this. Don't stand in front of something that's trying to leave you. Right. Don't stand in front of something that's trying to leave you because, see, God may be trying to untether you from this, this situation or this relationship because it's draining you, hallelujah, of the things that God is trying to preserve in you. Okay. Don't stand in front of something that's trying to leave you. Watch this, but remember that your fight is not in the physical. Come on, come on. Your fight is not in that space, but your fight is in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. Let, 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 me, let me just go back um, here. I, I, I'm, Jesus, here it is. See, for some of us, we have learned uh, uh, poor coping mechanisms uh, prior to Christ. In other words, we whenever we came into a, a situation that was of a tribulation, we used other things to try to soothe us. We used anger. We used fighting. We used um, drugs. We used anything that would help soften or anything that would help get us to that next spot or get us through mm. that particular situation. But God is trying to get something to us. Glory to God. God is saying, listen, I can fix this. I can help you with this, but you got to let me in. You got to let me in to, to deal with it. Because if I deal with it, it will be done the right way. Because, because we're trying to do it in and of ourselves. We are missing so many things. And oftentimes, watch this. We make it worse mm -hmm. than what it needs to be because you won't get out of the way. Sometimes when it's kind of like children, glory to God. Now I have children. Uh, whenever my, my children who are now all adults, glory to God, they're all adults. Um, and so whenever my children don't do like I want them to do, the first thing I would want to do is go back to how I used to fix situations with them. How do you fix situations with them? I put them on punishment. You can't go out and for, for two weeks. 
you know, I, I would yell or I would fuss. Didn't I tell you not to do this? Well, we do the same thing in our own personal lives. We begin to fuss at things. And we don't realize all we're doing is pushing that thing further away from us. We will we'll, we'll try to put it on punishment. What does that mean? So in other words, I will give you something and then I'll take it away because I don't like what you're saying or I don't like what you're doing. I'm going to punish you because I have that kind of control over a situation. See, that's not what God is saying uh, for this. In fact, well, 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 Pastor, you're talking about a lot of stuff here, but you know, you didn't give me no, no scripture to help back that up. Um, okay, turn with me to Ephesians, the sixth chapter, around verse 12. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places or the high places. In other words, um, God is saying like, look, you got to stop fussing yes. because every time you fuss, you lose. Mm -hmm. You got to stop cussing because mm -hmm. every time you cuss something out, you lose. And uh, you got to stop physically fighting mm -hmm. because every time you physically fight, you lose. Mm -hmm. But your fight is in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Father, I am in this situation. You see this is happening. Yes. You hear about what this is going. Lord, I just, I give it to you yes. to take care of. Yes. Now what do I do after I've done all that? It's like you stay stop talking and you stay persistent mm -hmm. in the spiritual yes. realm. The problem is, is that God has given you strength and power in the spiritual realm, but you want to take it in the natural realm. Why? Because you want everyone else to see you take care of this thing. Mm. Glory to God. We have we have come up with all of these coping mechanisms that we want everyone who don't matter to be impressed by us. Hallelujah. I'll say it again. You, We want everyone who don't matter to be impressed by us. We want people to know that one, I see that thing. And two, I'm about to call this thing out. And then three, I'm about to fuss at it. I'm going to fuss at it. I'm going to cuss at it or I'm going to fight it. And I want you to admire me in doing it. That's not where your strength is. See, that's how the old man operated. That's how the old woman operated. But God has given you power in the spiritual realm. But wait a minute, Pastor. Some people say that I'm not I'm not smart enough. And, you know, I will even confess that, you know, um, my my cognitive abilities is not that good. That's no excuse. God has still given you the same equal power in the spiritual realm. OK, let's go a little bit further. Well, well wait a minute, Pastor. Um, I was diagnosed with a developmental disability or delay. That's no excuse. God has still given you the same power and authority in the spiritual realm. God can change things. Well, well, Pastor, let's go a little bit further. Well, Pastor, I don't know if you know this or not, but I haven't always made the right decisions. He's like, that's okay. God knew you, hallelujah, in the womb of your mother. And because he knew you, he knew of the mistakes and the things that you would get yourself into. But he did not discount you or he did not disqualify you because of it. He, In fact, he said, I can use that. 
you know, and what you call uh, 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 something that's less than, he was like, oh my goodness, I can use that. And not only can I use that, I can elevate you above that. But you got to be willing to move forward in him. Glory to God. See, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Why not? Because, see, you can't win with flesh and blood. What do you mean I can't win? Because there's always something bigger and better than you. Glory to God. There's there's some of us who, when we drive, glory to God, we get tough. You know, and as, as my my father would say, you know, everybody wants to be tough, uh, but behind the wheel. And so, well, you know, you're, you're driving, and somebody does something that's crazy, and man, you feel like you can whoop anything until that thing gets out of the car, and you look at it, it's like. Maybe not. There are some things that happen for us because, that's right, that is the, the devil, because we think we're tougher than we are. As Mike Tyson once said, everybody's tough until they get punched in the mouth. Glory to God. These things are not for you. God has given you strength to fight in the spiritual realm. Well, well, what's the problem with that? Well, the problem with that is that you don't see instant results sometimes in the spiritual realm. And you want instant results or your flesh wants to feel instantly satisfied. What are you talking about? I can fuss at somebody and my flesh will feel, yeah, you know, you ain't going to just come in here and say what you want to say to me. Uh -uh, I didn't told them. That's right. You told them. Didn't I tell them? Yeah, you told them. My flesh feels satisfied, but your situation has not changed. In fact, your situation got worse. But there's something that happens. In the spiritual realm, Father, this is what happened during the day. This went on and this went on and so-and-so said this and so-and-so did this, Lord God. Father, heal. Father, deliver. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. Now, remember I told you um, how after we have done that thing, we've done that fussing, we've done that fighting, and our flesh feels satisfied, but there's no peace. You are still void of peace. Because you are trying to operate in something within your flesh. The difference is when you do it in the spiritual realm, there's an instant peace that comes immediately. Hallelujah. God is trying to get something to you because we're fighting this thing the wrong way. Even now, finances. Thank you, Lord. There's some of you right now who are going through this financial struggle. And, and you don't see a way out. I want you to remember uh, two things. One, hasn't God always been there? He's been faithful to you in spite of these situations. That's number one. And number two, I want to remind you of this. You are a king's kid. In other words, God has already provided provisions for you. Some things you need to, you're going to have to grab in the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. Because the enemy is holding up your money. I'm not talking about I want to hit the lottery money. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about consistency in finances. I'm talking about consistency in growing your wealth and growing your financial stability. That's what I'm talking about. These Some things you're, you're going to have to get in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. See, we often see these things um, in in the church. Now, I'm going to talk specifically about church folks. Yes, I'm talking about you, church folks. 
Um, we have these times that I like to call mountain and valley time. Right. Well, when I'm on the mountain, everything is going well. Yeah. I mean, not only can I get into the presence of God, mm -hmm. but I can pray and I can see uh, uh, my prayers yes. being effectively uh, 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 coming forth or, yes. or, or my, my prayers going out yeah. and then seeing the change yeah. uh, uh, come. So so that's the mountain where I'm on top of this thing. I'm on top of my spiritual on, game. Glory to God. But then there's a time that there's a valley experience. And while I'm yet in the valley, I feel like I can't get a prayer out. While I'm in the valley, I feel like none of my prayers are being answered. Glory to God. I'm praying for my a family, but my family is not changing. I can't seem to get uh, anything through. So what's the difference um, for me, uh, pastor, since you're talking about it? What's the difference for me? What should I be doing differently? Glory to God. And that answer is nothing. What? What do you mean nothing? Because while you're on that mountain experience, you're doing some things that are consistent. You are doing things like you're fellowshipping one with another. I'm talking about people that have the same mind as you, people who are going the same places as you. Um, and so you're doing those things and you're consistent in uh, your behaviors uh, uh, concerning those, those things of God. There it is. But what about the valley experience? Well, see, there's something about when I'm going through, the enemy convinces us that, one, you don't need to be around people. That's a lie. See, because the, in order to, to kill us, the enemy has to separate yes. us from the body. Yes. Because if we're separated from the body, hallelujah, when I can't energize myself, when I can't encourage myself, the body always encourages me. Bring me that chair, please. The body always encouraged me. Come here, Austin. The body always encouraged me when I can't encourage myself. Watch this. This is Austin, by the way. Uh, when I can't, when, when I don't have the energy to, to do it myself, there's something that happens when I'm connected to the body. Yes. Hallelujah. It's like when your cell phone, uh, the, the battery is low, you get connected and there's an energy source yes. that comes in because I'm connected yes. to God's people. Hallelujah. One of the things my pastor used to say uh, uh, growing up is like, if the closest thing to God is his people. So many of us, uh, we're going through, but we're, we're separated because I, I don't want nobody to know my uh, business. Uh, 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 people will start talking about, see, that's a lie. When you're connected, there is something when I'm going through it, I'm going to hang my head to show uh, me going through. And watch this. I'm going to hang my head. Now you raise your hands. Raise your hands like you're praying. See, while I'm hanging my head, He's praying yes, for me. Yes. Glory to God. While I'm hanging my head, he is going on. Uh, he's going to the Lord on my behalf. Yes. While I'm hanging my head, he is going forth with the things that I need. Yes. Hallelujah. That God is trying to get uh, to me. Thank you, sir. The These are the things that we miss yes. when we don't uh, stay connected to the, the, the body. Yes. Let's move on a little bit. Hallelujah. So here we see uh, a Jacob, hallelujah. Um, Jacob had did some things that were just wrong to his family and specifically to his brother Esau, hallelujah. The scripture says that 
Jacob robbed Esau out of his inheritance. In other words, um, there was a, a, a time where this family was rich. And not only was Jacob and Esau rich because of who their, who their father was, but Jacob took Esau or robbed Esau of his inheritance and took advantage of his brother. Glory to God. The scripture says that Jacob went away. And in that time of, of going away, some things was happening in Jacob's life. Jacob had begun to grow, and I'm not going to go into the details of Jacob. We'll save that for another message. But Jacob began to grow in his life, and he recognized who he was in God. And while, while during this time of growth, um, he no longer, there it is, he no longer felt the same way about the things he used to do. Glory to God. A lot of times we like to marvel in what we used to do and what we used to say. And we wear it like a, a badge of honor. Like, yeah, back in the day, no one would come to me with that nonsense. You know, I might not be doing it. But I sure am celebrating how I used to be. I'm celebrating the old man. Or I'm celebrating the old woman or, or, or some of the, the things that I used to say and do. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But <laughs> I sure was a man back in the day. It's a difference. Jacob recognized that his life had changed. And while, his, while God was working on Jacob, while God was changing Jacob, things was going on. God was also prospering Jacob. He was prospering Jacob even further. But watch this. Remember, he robbed Esau out of his birthright. Well, he robbed Esau out of his inheritance. But God didn't leave Esau broken. God didn't leave Esau uh, without. God was working on the heart of the brother at the same time. The scripture says that Jacob sent his family forth after God has said, it's time to go home now. Now watch this. When, when God told Jacob about going home, he, you know, he began to question guys. Like, well, wait a minute, God. Um, you know, I, I, I know I'm different in it all, but Esau might not be different. Yeah. You know, when I last left home, Esau was a killer of men. He was a hunter. He was big. He knew his craft. Listen, and let's be honest. He was a beast. Esau was a man of great strength. Esau was what we would call a man's man. Glory to God. Uh, Esau did things and Jacob witnessed uh, uh, these things. Esau was a great hunter. Um, he, he, he was a, a man of great strength. So Esau, record, I'm sorry, Jacob recognized right away. I didn't get that kind of inheritance from my father. Um, I might have been a little bit more crafty, glory to God. I might have been a, a, a little bit more deceptive, but he got the, the lion's share or he got the, the strength side of this. The scripture says that, that Jacob sent his family forth and he laid back uh, on their way back home. And to the, to the point that Jacob saw an angel. He recognized an angel of the Lord. Let me just stop there. You know, well, what do you mean? How did he recognize an angel of the Lord? See, when you get into the presence of God, you will be able to recognize God's people without them even saying a word. Glory to God. I'll never forget a time in my life where I was a little boy. I was maybe about 10 or 11 years old. And my aunt's funeral um, glory to God. And there was, we're at the house at the, at the repast and there was these three older ladies sitting there and I walked across the room and she's in the one said, look, 
Look, he even walked like a preacher. And every time I walk past in that living room, there's like, he's a preacher. Look at him. Glory to God. Even then, people who are spiritual will see spiritual things. I was a child at the time. I was not saved at the time, but they recognized the calling on my life even then. Glory to God. That's what happens when we get into the spiritual realm. You'll be able to see things that others can't see. Hallelujah. The scripture says, let's go back. The scripture says that that Jacob recognized that this was an angel of the yes, Lord. Yes. And immediately he began to wrestle with him, saying, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Glory to God. The scripture said all night long, uh, uh, Jacob wrestled with him. The angel said, listen, uh, it's now daybreak. You got to let me go. Hallelujah. Now, watch this. Now, here you have an angel who, who and let's be honest. The angels was, were, would have been able to um, make uh, uh, make a mess of Jacob or or separate himself from Jacob really quickly. But see, the angel recognized that the calling of the Lord was on Jacob. Yes. Hallelujah. And he ain't going to mess up God's property. Yes. Hallelujah. And so too are right. you. God has Good. provisions Good. already for you. God doesn't want you to go back to who you used to be. God don't want you to use that language of old. He's trying to get something new to you. But you know what? There's something about us that, you know, whenever we get uh, a press on, on, on both sides, we go back to what we knew. God wants you to know something that he is greater than what you're going through. And because he's greater than what you're going through, he has a hand up. Hallelujah. The scripture said that, that the angel recognized that this man is not going to let him go. And he touched the, the socket of his hip. Why is that important? Because he made, he, he made him disabled or he disabled him in order to take the fight away from him. Some of you have been, been hit with an illness. Some of you have been have, have seen finances come down, have had cars repossessed, have had houses repossessed, because that's a form of crippling. That's a, a, a form of, 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 of being beaten. But guess what? The scriptures let us know that Jacob didn't stop just because his hip was out of joint. Jacob kept going. He's like, listen, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Glory to God. Even with the injury, now he still began to push uh, and persevere through all of that stuff. Why is this important? Because some of you want to give up even now. Glory to God. And God was trying to tell you that he has this thing for you, but all you have to do is let him in. Glory to God. There is so many things that God wants to do for you, but he can't do it until you let them in. Some of you had to change uh, addresses. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. Some of you have changed addresses. You have moved. You have moved away from um, support systems. You have moved away from home. And you want to go back. Um, God is, God is, 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 there it is. Thank you. God is trying to, to get something to you. You will get back there, but you're going to come back a different way. You, you left one way, but you're coming back another yes, way. Yes. God has not uh, forgotten you. And just because you're not around all the old homies, just because you're not around those old girlfriends, um, 
God is still working on you. Can I talk about loneliness for a second? Some of you have even isolated yourselves because you don't want people in. Because you recognize that, yeah, some people will know instantly where I'm at. You know, um, I'm going to tell you a story after this. Um, loneliness sets in um, because you are without. God has left provisions for you. You're not meant to be alone. The reason why I have all of you say hello to each other, because you need to recognize that these people that you're saying hello to, God has placed them here for you. And he's trying to develop relationships. Relationships. Even now, there are people who are watching who won't type in that they're watching because they just want to want, want to peek in. And that's okay, but God has, gave, has given you this body of people for a reason. Because there's blessings that God wants to bestow on you. Hallelujah. There is so, there's so much that he wants to do if you let him. If you let him. Now, I was going to tell you a, a story, but uh, it, I, I have lost it. Um, but I'll, I'll just end with this. I'll end with this. Um, I'm very thankful for what God has done here in this ministry. Uh, Impact Fellowship had, had come one way. COVID has taken it someplace else. God has me here for you. God is trying, trying to connect you with each other. Um, we've seen names of people, some that I grew up with, some that I went to college with, um, my family, my uh, uh, students from Penn State Harrisburg, my 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 students who have graduated, um, all of these spiritual children of of, of ours. Um, God is trying to get something to you. It's not over. It's not over. And if you let Him, He will do exactly what He intends to do for you. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for who you are. And Father, we are in a troubling time right now, Father. Uh, we, we recognize that COVID has come, and um, some of us are not sick in our bodies, but our finances are sick. Our finances are on life support. Some of us are not sick in our bodies, Lord God, but our relationships are on life support, Father. Some of us are not sick in our bodies, Lord God, Father, but we are recognizing that, that there are people around us who are just doing poorly, Lord God. So, Father, we just invite you in to do what you do. Yes. Father, have your way in us, Father. Have, have your way. way in our lives, Lord God. Father, I thank you for each and every person that is here today, Lord God. Each and every person within the sound of my voice, Father. Father, I thank you. Lord God, for doing the miraculous, Lord God. Father, we take the ropes off of you, and we ask you to come in on our behalf. Father, I thank you, Father, for changing the hearts, Father, of, of all those creditors. I thank you, Lord, for changing the hearts of landlords. I thank you, Lord God, Father, for healing the bodies of our family members. Father, we believe you today, and we thank you in advance for what you are doing. Father, we bless you, and we ask you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, to do the impossible, Lord God. Come in and do that what only you can do 
Father, we believe you right now. And we commit all of these issues to you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Listen. It is offering time. It's time to give your, your tithe and your offering um, to God. And I, I just have to say, you're not giving it to me, but you're, you're giving um, your offering uh, to God for the upbuilding of His kingdom. So, if you're right over my, my shoulder here, you can send your tithe, you can send your offering to Dollar Sign Impact Fellowship. That's our cash app. Um, that's right. And we invite you that if you like this ministry, if you um, are being blessed by this ministry, then to please follow us. Um, you can reach us on, on YouTube. Um, you, can, you can just type in Impact Fellowship in YouTube and you will get the, the list of messages. Um, but And I appreciate being able to go to YouTube. But for some of us, we have to learn or relearn a commitment. And Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock is when church is going on. And we have to work on getting there. Yes, YouTube is great. Yes, um, the podcast is great. And that's anchor.fm uh, forward slash impact fellowship. Podcast is great. But the consistency of Sunday mornings is what God is trying to build in us. God is trying to reshape this character. Yes, he knows what the old man was like. Yes, he knows what the old woman was like. But he's trying to reshape that, that character. And again, if you are blessed by this ministry, then invite someone else in. Invite someone else in. They don't have to change their clothes. You can keep your, your silk caps on and you can keep your pajamas on and your wave caps and whatever else you're wearing. Um, no one else will see you. But God is trying to meet you right where you are. For this season. This season will pass. Mm -hmm. So get what you can now. Right now. While you can. Alrighty. God bless you. I hope you have enjoyed this message. And again do me a favor. Have a blessed week. In God. Intentionally. God bless you. Okay. I hope you enjoyed today's message. Listen. God is not through with you yet. He's not through with us yet. And he is still yet working on us right where we are. God bless you. And I hope to see you again.